My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. Our Sunday School is part of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. To prepare for this lesson, please go to OurSundaySchool.com for a copy of today's handout. Now, let's get to this week's lesson. Well, good morning, and welcome to Our Sunday School. Glad you're with us this morning. So today is a bit different. Uh, Two reasons. One... I typically teach this lesson the first Sunday of the calendar year, but since we haven't been in the room the first Sunday of a calendar year in a hot minute, and we got through Mark, I'm still celebrating and napping from that, so um, I thought it was time to to circle back and do this again. And uh, you can think about this lesson as Alignment Sunday. So why we do what we do, how we do, who does what, how all these things work together. Uh, So, quick poll. How many of you have heard this lesson or some variation of it three times? Four, five, six. Julie's like, I don't care what number you say, I've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, you got your hand out there, it's two pages. Um, For those of you online, welcome. I've got tons and tons and stuff up. I actually have two side tables to hold all this stuff today. So um, my objective is that almost all of this is given away today. So I hope you brought a bag. (laughs) There's that. So let's start with our uh, purpose at the, uh, I've numbered the handout pages so that you know, so we're back to one. (laughs) It's been a hot minute since we were in single digits, so. Uh, So why does our Sunday school exist? Our purpose? Well, our church's purpose is to experience, know, and enjoy God so we can make him known with our words and our works. And our Sunday school purpose is almost exactly the same. Uh, My editor had great uh, anxiety with the grammar that was used and the lack of appropriate punctuation, so she fixed it and um, actually learned quite a few things through the process of writing a book. And one of them was, I am not nearly as talented at any of this as I thought I was, so... It's a good humbling experience. But our, our Sunday school purpose is uh, functionally the same thing. And if you, if you break that down into two big parts, it's really about growing in relationship. It's about growing in relationship with God. That's the experience, know, and enjoy God part, and with people. And uh, one of the things that I love about this purpose statement is that we got the order right. right? So we address our relationship with the Lord first before we address our relationship with individuals, uh, which comes next. So how do, we, you know, how do we accomplish this purpose, our mission? Uh, for our Sunday school, we fundamentally do three things. Uh, and they are relatively basic. They are relatively straightforward. We study the Bible, we pray for others, and we serve others. And, uh, and I'll tell you, these are, these are broken up into, if you've ever studied anything in education, you might be familiar with Bloom's Taxonomy, uh, the three domains of learning, the... Uh, cognitive, the affective, and the psychomotor. And this is basically how we try to ensure each week that there is something for everyone. And the more of all three of these that you lean into, the more engaging the conversation and the discussion and the lesson actually is. Uh, So think for a second. Uh, So we talk about engaging heads, engaging hearts, engaging hands. What I have found is that most people, not everybody, but most people have one of these that they lean way into more than any other. 
Um, it won't surprise you at all if you've heard more than 30 seconds of me teaching that I, am, I lean more into the head part. Uh, so how many of you resonate with that? You're like, yeah, kind of the intellectual part of this, the, the logical thought process, yes. Don't be ashamed of it. Like, you raise your hand. It's okay. It's good. Um, how about the hearts? How many of you are about the connection? And Thank you, Ms. Sherry. I, um, if you hadn't raised your hand right there, I was going to have Mitch help you with that. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, and the hands. Like, let me, like, give me something to do. Like, I need to do something. Yes, excellent. All right, good, 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 good. Uh, how many of you don't know? Like, well, I'm not, I'm not really sure which one I am. Anybody not sure? Okay, cool. Uh, you might be a mix, which is awesome. Uh, what I have found is that the people that are gifted in kind of all three areas have an ability to see gaps in all three areas. So if you are, you know, heavy leaning into the head, you can see the intellectual gaps. You can see the, well, that didn't make sense. You can see the, no, 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 there would have been a better way to do that types of things. With the heart, uh, Miss Sherry can immediately sense when I'm teaching a lesson that's far too academic and doesn't have enough, yeah, but how are we going to go wear that tomorrow in it? Um, and I, I will tell you, I have been very blessed by those of you with the hearts and the hands who come up and help me with the lesson during or after. I go and I take those notes and the feedback from you, and I bake that into my notes so that if we ever teach this again, I'll get it better the next time around. So thank you for that. Uh, and then the hands, folks, who, like Jim, I don't care about the parsing of the Greek verb. Tell me what I need to do, right? How do we need to go about doing this? How do we actually go and live this tomorrow in a way that, you know, you, you tell me exactly what we're doing for? Um, so I will tell you, when you combine kind of all of that, the purpose and the mission, so our Sunday school grows our relationships with God and our relationships with people using our heads, our hearts, and our hands, I put a graphic up a couple of years ago about what it looks like when you ignore any one of these. So if you leave out the uh, hearts and the hands, what you end up with is just problem solving, right? It's just an intellectual exercise where, well, we're going to solve this theological question, and boom, we're done. Great. We have that in a nice little box. We'll set it aside over here and file it away, and yay, we're good. If you only have hands and no head or hearts, you've just got work with no basis. Um, you can think about this as building wells in Africa and never sharing any gospel associated with it. Because right? this started out several decades ago. Well, let's go and we, let's help underdeveloped countries build up their infrastructure and we'll tell them about Jesus while we do it. And what's happened is a lot of the Jesus part has fallen away and it's just the hands and people don't understand why these folks have come in and are working. So you need these imbalance. And then for the folks that are like, it's passion, it's passion, it's passion, um, you, can, you can end up with uh, reckless enthusiasm that uh, manifests itself in very dangerous ways. And uh, so I, I say that not to, not to insult any of us with each of these characteristics, but to say that we need each other, and we need each other engaging and leaning in and participating with each other. Um, one of the most interesting sentences from Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life was, for me, was, uh, I am not the body of Christ on my own. And uh, it was a, well, that's kind of offensive <laughs> for about 10 seconds. And then, oh, no, that's, that's actually really, really helpful. So how do we get ready? Um, our preparation for our Sunday school 
uh, really straightforward. Uh, we'll be ready to study by being rested and read up, so having completed what we need to complete, uh, ready to pray with others by leaning in and engaging. Um, I, I would actually argue if you use Sunday school for the purpose of making friends, which I think is a really good way to do it, um, you, know, you find people who are like-minded, who are heading in the same direction, who believe the same things and, and want to go live and worship Jesus the same way, uh, that the prayer time at the end of each one of our lessons is absolutely the most important time uh, of what we do. Um, it's how we bear each other's burdens. It's how we share. It's how we engage with others. Um, so, so really participating in that, I think, is very helpful. And there's a graphic on your, on your handout that I've been sharing for years and years and years. So Darla Skinner, if you're listening somewhere, uh, this one's for you. This is her favorite it's her favorite lesson every year when she was a member of our Sunday school, and this is her favorite picture in the favorite lesson. So here we go. So this is the Johari window. Uh, legend has it there was a guy named Joe and a guy named Harry, uh, and they worked together, and they called it the Johari window, which I thought was the dumbest name in the history of the universe, but there you go. Uh, and it's very, very simple. Uh, the concept is um, we've all got things that everybody knows, that you know and that I know. So we'll use... Uh, we'll use uh, Dave Barber as an example this morning, so way better Dave Barber. Here we go. So what does everybody know about Dave? Something Dave knows and something we know. Something Dave knows and something we know is that Dave is wearing a Michigan lanyard this morning. All right, you can see that. It's out in the open. Everybody knows that. Cool. Something that uh, I know, uh, something, so something that Dave knows that we don't know. Is there anything in your life that you know that we don't know? Yeah, programming HP switches. I, I, I don't even know what an HP switch is, so that's awesome that you can program it. Cool. Um, something I found out this morning is that you found some prom pictures uh, uh, this weekend, I believe, and I am desperate to see one of these. Had I known about the fact that you had a prom picture yesterday, it would have been baked into the PowerPoint this morning. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so, so, so the facade right, the facade, and this is a, a mild one that really doesn't matter, is that you know what those prom pictures look like, we don't, right? And if you wanted to share and put that in the arena, we would all enjoy and be edified by that, right? And uh, so we have facades, we have blind spots, these are things that, that we know about you that you don't know about you, right? Which, would you appreciate opportunities to learn more about yourself from perspectives outside yourself? Of course we would, right? This is, this is how we help and serve each other. And then there's the unknown. Uh, and these sometimes can be really hard to find examples of. But uh, I had a good one several years ago. I had just gotten some tests. Um, I have problems with uh, my digestive system, and I take medicine to prevent uh, a specific type of uh, cancer that could occur in my throat. And so we had, I went to the doctor and they told us about this and they ran the tests and they said, hey, we'll have your results in a couple of days. And there was a Sunday in between that. And I just casually mentioned, oh, like something that's in my, in the, in the unknown here for me is that I've got a test for cancer that's kind of outstanding and we'll, we'll see how that goes. And like the room freaked out. It was awesome. <laughs> and I, I didn't freak out because I was like, well, I've, I've known about this for a few days, but I don't know what the results are. So somebody piped up and said, well, share the results so that can be in the arena. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. So, so one of the objectives of our Sunday school is to move this way, where we make the arena larger, where we share and engage with each other, where we share and engage 
about each other, to serve each other so that we can complete the mission in a better way. And what this involves, it involves time with people, right? It involves getting to know people. It involves telling the truth to ourselves and to each other about how we do and what we do. So this is, this is part of what, one of the things that we are trying to accomplish as we work through uh, our Sunday school. So how do we get ready for class? Well, we're ready by being rested and read up, ready to pray with others by leaning in and engaging, and then ready to serve by being on time, having open eyes to needs and open mouths to engage. And the, the we there is anybody who wants to be a member regardless of geography. Uh, we have some members in uh, Far East Tennessee almost said the Far East, which, sure, that sounds better. We have some members in the Far East. Um, we have some members in the Far West, <laughs> Tennessee, and then scattered all around the uh, Chattanooga area. All right, so I'm just going to take a beat here for a second. Any, any questions or feedback or pushback or clarifications on, on page one there before we keep going? Things you like, things you go like, I don't understand that. Let's talk about that some more. The thing I'll draw your attention to are the pronouns on this page. Why does our Sunday school exist? Our purpose, our relationships, our mission, our preparation. We will be ready. We, we, we. Like this is not a singular thing. Um, one of the things that, that I have been burdened about the last few years in Christianity, especially Western Christianity, is the amount of hyper-focus that we tend to put on individualized Christianity. This idea that we'll, we'll package up something nice and neat for you and send you home with it and you go study on your own. And then it's like, well, no, that's actually, if you read the New Testament, it doesn't sound anything like that. Like the only example that I can find in the New Testament of somebody who was doing a Bible study on their own was somebody who was frustrated by doing a Bible study on their own, the Ethiopian eunuch, right? Like, I don't understand. And I, I love that God put that in there because the whole concept of individualized Christianity would have been foreign to the people of the New Testament. And it might have been a very odd example for them, but it's a very pertinent example for us that we don't do this individually. This is a group exercise. Um, you know, if, if Bible study and Christianity were an Olympic sport, it would be a team event, right? You're not handing out individual medals for this. This is a, a group activity. All right, so let's flip over to page two on your handout on the other side. So what do we believe? Uh, what do we believe? Well, we believe a lot of different things, but our church's statement of faith is the Baptist faith and message. Um, if you've never read this document, I would strongly encourage you to read the document. It takes probably 15 minutes to read through. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. You can find it on the Internet. And, uh, and you guys know me. I mean, I, I tweak on everything. And there's probably a dozen words in there that I would go, uh, I'd pick a different word for that or rephrase that a little bit. But, um, but I have no problem, you know, raising my hand and say I affirm that, that document. Um, so big picture, kind of what are the guardrails and the framework, that's the Baptist faith and message. Um, the next bullet there is specifically for our Sunday school. So if you've got your Bibles, let's go to 
1 Corinthians chapter 14. So 1 Corinthians 14, the, really the second half of this chapter, really maybe the second, uh, the third third of this chapter is about uh, what happens in church meetings, which is really interesting because I don't know that we spend a ton of time talking about how we should actually conduct a church meeting, right? Um, so, so Paul's writing here and he talks about, you know, how do you, how do you handle speaking in tongues? How do you handle prophets? How do you handle revelation? How do you handle spirits? And, <laughs> and you might be thinking, wait, what? Like, that's, where's that? Well, that's, that's a different lesson. Um, we get to, you know, how do we engage each other? And then in verse 37, we'll pick up there. If anyone thinks he is a prophet or spiritual, he should recognize that what I write to you is the Lord's command. If anyone ignores this, he will be ignored. So then, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but everything is to be done decently and in order. And that's the part I really want to land on, is that Paul goes through all these different ways to engage with each other during a service, whether it be this part or this part or this part, and he, the, the wrapper that he puts all around it is decent and in order. Um, and when I think about decent, what I... What I don't think about is flawless. Right? So when was the last time you had, had an experience and you're like, well, that was decent? Okay. When was the last time you had an experience and you're like, that was flawless? Like that, that could not have gone any better. So my classic example uh, for what decent, what I think decent looks like. Uh, in my, does anybody know what's coming up next? What's coming up next? McDonald's, yes, that's exactly right, McDonald's hamburger. Um, so we were in uh, Florida this last week, and when we travel, we uh, each have, so we being my wife Julie and my son Caleb and I, uh, we each have things that we like and we don't like. So I don't know if you've traveled with a group and tried to satisfy a group of people and their dietary needs while you're on the road, right? Dante's Seven Circles of Hell. This is, <laughs> this is number 14. Um, yeah, it's, it can be a challenge at times. And, and one thing that we, like it's decent, is we go to McDonald's, right? And Julie, your favorite thing at McDonald's is what? A Big Mac. It's a Big Mac, that's right. Now, do you pay for it later? Oh. Yes, because she is, <laughs> she is, is it gluten insensitive? Gluten sensitive? I don't know which the phrase. A sensitivity to gluten. There we go. Yeah. It's not a, like, we take her to the ER. It's just, I'm miserable the next day. But it's pretty dang good. And she really likes it. And I'm still not quite sure what the special sauce is. And I've never asked, and I don't really want to know if you know. But if you order a McDonald's hamburger, and there used to be a song about this. Some of you probably know the song. There is, yep, there it is. Somebody always mouths the words. Fantastic. Yeah, so, so on a McDonald's hamburger, there are very specific things. Now, how many of you do not like onions? Somebody not like onions? So my wife does not like onions. So if she were ever to order a McDonald's hamburger, she'd order one without onions. Now, a friend of mine uh, told me one time, if you're ever out 
and you find the McDonald's and it's like after eight o'clock at night and you're hungry, the way you have to order your McDonald's hamburger is with no salt. It's like salt. They put salt on them. He's like, yes, they salt the, the burger right before they cook it. Let me rephrase that. They salt the burger right before they cook it. <clears throat> and uh, he said, yeah, if you order one with no salt, they'll be forced to make a new one that's fresh as opposed to the ones that have been sitting there for just a minute. So if you've ever gotten a hockey puck, there you go. This is the way this works. Uh, but when I think of decent, <clears throat> also, have you ever gotten a McDonald's hamburger that looked like this? Like, I never had. I actually got a quarter pounder with cheese last week that looked like the one in the ad. I opened the box and was like, wait, I should take a picture of this. Like, this is, this is, actually, this is actually a work of art right here. It was still terrible, but it, was, it, it looked pretty good, you know? So it was decent, right? It was decent. It, it, you know, it's one of those where you, you pray over the food, and you're like, God bless this food, and you're like, he, he really, like, this is a stretch. You know? Make it nourishing for our body. I mean, yeah, it's just, I don't even believe it. So, um, But when we come to our Sunday school, my standard for you guys is that there will at least be decent. You know that you're going to get certain things every single week. Um, you're going to get scripture. You're going to get talking about scripture. You're going to get an opportunity to pray with each other. You're going to get an opportunity to serve each other and engage with each other. So this is the like, minimum standard <laughs> of these things. Uh, and then if you flip over to 1 Corinthians 16. Just like in case they didn't pick up on the fact of like, the, the, the wrapper around all of their activities in life. Um, verse 16, verse uh, 13, be alert, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. So everything that we do in this room and online and wherever we happen to be next uh, is to be done with love. So that's kind of the wrappers around what we're trying to do here, decently, in order, and with love. And then uh, what do we believe specifically about the scripture? We believe in the authority, clarity, necessity, and sufficiency of scripture. This is borrowed straight from Gruden's systematic theology. So the authority of scripture is when we open God's word, we are hearing God. Um, the clarity of scripture is that it actually can be understood. You know, there are religious frameworks that believe that God can speak, but we can't understand. And I, I really just can't imagine a more confusing and frustrating framework than that that I know that God is speaking, but I don't have the ability to understand. Like, that is just, whew. And you have to do quite a bit of uh, gymnastics to get there, but um, the necessity of Scripture is that it, it is something that is required for the Christian life. And then the sufficiency of Scripture is that it is enough. It is enough. We, we talk about a lot of resources in our Sunday school that help us with the Scripture, but the Scripture is what is required. And if I ever say or imply something other than that, somebody needs to stand up and throw something soft at me and say, repent, you heretic, because that is wrong. So, Sean, you are duly commissioned to do so. I appreciate that. <clears throat> so that's our theology. And I'll tell you, that's a, um, that's, a, that's a broad set of beliefs that a lot of people 
can engage with, even if you don't agree with every single line here and there. Um, it's, a, it's a big group. All right, so let's keep going. So how do we prepare our in and after class homework? So after going through and pressure testing the pray here, think, uh, talk, uh, invite uh, process for three and a half years, uh, we've made a couple of tweaks to it. So pray with others, hear with others, think with others, talk with others, study with others, invite others. That's what we do in this room, and that's what we do outside of this room. So that's our homework uh, every single week. And then we've got some expectations. So what can you as members uh, expect? You can expect weekly opportunities to study, pray, and serve. Like every time you come in this room, there's going to be an opportunity to study, pray, and serve. Uh, you can expect daily prayer from me. So I pray for all of our members of our Sunday school by name every single day. Uh, you can expect for ad hoc help. Um, I was listening to a couple of these lessons from years past, and it, at one point I said, that what this doesn't mean is I'm not going to come to your house and lay hands and pray for your cat. And I thought it was a really good line, so I'm using it again today. <laughs> uh, what it doesn't mean is that I, like, I can't be everybody's best friend in this room. Right? I mean, I, I care too much about Julie to do that. And, um, but what it does mean is that when, when life breaks or when life goes really well, we want to we lean in and help, and we want to celebrate when we can. Uh, and I am happy to marshal as many and attempt at as marshaling as many resources as I can to assist when stuff needs to be helped. And then the new item for this year is a physical, and I'm calling it the quarterly. <laughs> so here's what it's going to look like. It's not bound yet, but this is about three months of study for Philippians. So for our members, the concept is I'm going to get you a hard copy. You'll have one to use in class, take it out, study, bring back. It's awesome. There you go. We will not have individual handouts on the tables going forward. If you're a visitor, what we will have is we'll have this electronically available online, uh, but we're trying to be good stewards of several things, so we'll have these available probably a couple of weeks ahead of each quarter. Oh, by the way, this is the next quarter, so yes, we're, we're good to go. We're ready. Um, I've got two more pages that I have to edit in Philippians, and then it'll be ready to publish, and I'm excited about that, so uh, finishing another book. So those are the, the expectations that that you, the second, you know, membership has its benefits. Those are the benefits uh, that we have. Now, what can, uh, what, what can the teacher expect from the members? Well, the first thing is to welcome visitors. And we have, uh, we used to be spectacularly good at this. And we are not good at this anymore. And I think COVID has impacted a lot of different things. And this is one of them. And I, I, I like to use these opportunities not to scold and not to, berate, but just to remind, this is how we do what we do. Um, so this is what it looks like to welcome visitors. Uh, when visitors are sitting by themselves, we go sit with them. When visitors come in late, we make sure that there are seats available. When, uh, if a visitor, so the, let's role play for a second scenario. Let's say we have, a, and if two visitors walk in right now, this is not staged, I'm just saying. <laughs> So there's that. But if two visitors were to walk in right now and sit at that empty table right there, 
when we started our prayer time, I would expect some of our members to go and sit with them during prayer time and walk them through what we are doing so that we're not doing this stuff alone. Now, COVID conditions change and we're all in masks again and we have to stay apart, but we'll adjust for that. But while we have opportunity to do so, we're going to be engaging with each other. This is the expectation of membership in our Sunday school. So that's one, welcoming visitors. Uh, two is completing assigned homework. See the entire section directly above, right? It's the expectation every single week. And then study, pray, and serve as needed. Stuff will come up uh, where we need to do that. So if you'd like to commit to these membership expectations, we'd like to have you as a member. Um, I will tell you a few years ago, um, I think it was at the beginning of 2018, I basically uh, zeroed out our role and asked everybody, you know, no hard feelings anywhere, but there are no members of our Sunday school except those that today decide to commit to this. Um, and what I did was I created an administrative nightmare, uh, which was a super big hassle. So I'm not doing that exact same thing again. Uh, what I'm going to do is if I'm going to give us the month of June to soak and to pray and to think and to consider, do we want to commit to these things? And if you're ready to commit to that today, that's fantastic. I'll show you how to do that. Um, but if you need a few weeks, that's fine. But anybody that's a current member that hasn't committed to this by the end of the June, we're going to ease them out and say, Godspeed. I hope you find a great class that you can commit to. Um, but one of the things that I have, I have never found that flirting with relationships works well. And uh, it's just not healthy. So that is my gentle push toward let's commit to something. Uh, and I am excited to do that. Uh, and if that results in us having 12 people every Sunday morning, then we'll get a smaller room and that'll be fine. Dave's like, no, we won't. <laughs> we have actually wired this room quite well to do what we need to do. So I would love to have still use of this room. All right, so, uh, so when and where do we do this? You guys know this, Sunday mornings at 9.07 in this room. Um, except for Easter and the Sundays closest to Christmas and New Year's, we do 9.07 because some of you have, uh, <laughs> I now have to say you because it's not me anymore. I'm old. Uh, but some of you have small children that you need to get to their rooms, so we delay the 9 o'clock start to 9.07. So then who does what? Uh, well, members, they welcome visitors and set up more seats as needed. Uh, Dave leads our AV setup, so thank you, Dave. Appreciate all that. Uh, he does this with excellence so that I don't do it poorly. Um, and I've had some conversations, and I think breakfast should be ramping up soon. We're excited about that, so yay. Details TBD on that. Uh, hi, my name's Jim. I lead the class. My goal is to teach about 80% of the time. Um, I really want to get back close to the 80% of the time now that we're back in person. So uh, I'll be tapping several of you to do that. Um, I will tell you that Daryl asks me probably once a year, hey, who, who you got that's ready to go lead a class? And one of the reasons that our Sunday school doesn't ever get above really probably 50 people on a regular basis is that we regularly send folks out to go start new classes. Um, and I'll tell you, there's, there's at least five or six Sunday school classes at Stewart Heights right now that are offshoots of this one. And I say, praise the Lord. That's pretty cool. I love that. Um, so one of my jobs as the teacher is to help train and prepare other teachers to go and to teach. So if it feels like I'm having conversations with you in that space, it might be because I'm having conversations with you in that space. So there's that.
All right, and then after class, uh, in the past, we have had folks that have had lead roles in these areas. I would like to do this again. Um, if you're a current member of our Sunday school, you are deeply aware of my tardiness on a regular basis with posting prayer requests to the uh, Facebook group. Um, it is not my strong suit. When I get home on Sunday afternoon, I am ready to, uh, well, if I drank, I'd be ready to drink, but I'm ready to go take a nap, which is usually what happens. <laughs> um, we'll have to edit that out, won't we, Jules? That's, yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, uh, scheduling lunches and parties. This is something, again, we used to do a lot of. Um, I would love to get back in the space of doing a quarterly lunch um, and then several parties a year. So if that's your jam, if you're interested in doing that, let me know. And, uh, and I will gladly hand you that baton. Um, there are a lot of things mathematicians are good at. Parties are not one of them. <laughs> so it is just... I never had a class in college on how to throw a party. It was just not good. And then uh, we get to what are our resources for the rest of 2022, our helps. So obviously, uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, without the Spirit, you know, all of what we're trying to do in here is just totally, totally useless. Um, our next series uh, is, sorry, I didn't realize I had this hamburger up behind me the entire time. <laughs> That's awesome. So... So, so, all right, so let's, let's use that, right? The teacher in me can't resist here. Um, <clears throat> blind spot. <laughs> That's what that looked like, right? And when I glanced down and saw, now it's in the arena. So I'm happy to have you all uh, let me know more blind spots. It is a, a great, a great uh, amount of love that you can give to me in that. So some other resources. Oh, I'm nervous about this. It's done. <laughs> um, so it's sort of done. <laughs> uh, what it needs is to be pressure tested. So that's what we're going to do over the next month is we're going to pressure test this. So this is actually our handout for the rest of the month of June. We're going to go through toward a more biblical approach to a Bible study. So if you would, I would love for everybody to grab one of these before you go and uh, our job in June is to clarify and get really crystal clear on exactly what our Bible study process is because we are going to go apply that to books and books and books and books and books of the Bible, and I'm excited about that. Uh, so I have taught some of this material before and some of it in different ways, but it's never been packaged quite like this. So uh, this will be something everybody needs to grab. just weird you know it's weird um, I will tell you if you ever if you ever want encouragement to write a book uh, you will not get it from me so <laughs> no 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 it's it's a, it's a good process uh, the third resource there is Philippians a word-by-word -word resource for our Sunday school that's the other name for the quarterly so that's what's coming here uh, and then our Sunday school.com and I get a lot of questions about this so I just want to roll through it real quick uh, so we have several different resources that you can get to from OurSundaySchool.com. One is our private Facebook group. So if you're a member of Our Sunday School, you have access to this. All right. If you're not a member of Our Sunday School, you do not have access to this. All right. We also have a clicker will work. 
Okay, that was weird. A public Facebook. Now this is a page, so you can't be a member of this. You can just like it and follow it. This lesson right now is live streaming there. So this is where you go to watch things. All right. And then the actual website itself, OurSundaySchool.com. You can always get to last week's lesson, this week's lesson, and next week's lesson from there. Super easy to get any of the resources. There'll be additional resources that are mentioned in the book that are present here in the next coming days as well. And then uh, our Sunday School on YouTube, which is crazy. Um, you can watch me get old, basically, is how this works. So I don't know. Maybe that's the, the best way to say it. But uh, so that's, that's basically the lesson for today. I will tell you, um, I didn't answer a question well last week, uh, Linda, and I want to circle back and answer it better. You asked me a question last, last week about why we are switching translations. And I was, and this happens to me every once in a while, I was scared of the answer. And I'm not scared of the answer now because I've doubled down on it and I'm good with it in my head. Um, I'm not that concerned about the English translations because this is our text. Our text is the Greek translation of the New Testament. This is our primary resource for studying the books of the Bible that we're going to study out of the New Testament, as well as those other answers that I gave you last week. So there's that. But with that, with that, we have, <laughs> when our translation was the New King James, I have a bunch of those. When our translation was the ESV, I have a bunch of those. And I got a brand new CSB a couple of weeks ago. And this thing is a monster and it is heavy. Julie said it was what? It was, like, it was a family Bible, not a... <laughs> yeah, it's coffee table family Bible. Yes, it's fantastic. It's quite, I love it though, it's fantastic. Um, so here's what I need everybody to do. We'll take about a minute or two. Everybody come grab a copy of the Red Book. Everybody, if, if you have people in your life that you like, I want to witness to them and they don't have a Bible. Free Bibles for the taking. There you go. All right. So let's come. Let's do that. And when we finish with that, uh, we'll end with our table prayer time. And if you, so come on, come on. So if you would like to be a member of our Sunday school, um, when you get back to your table, oh, you're good. You already flipped it over. Awesome. There is now a backside to the table handout that basically summarizes all of the stuff that we talked about today and should serve as a decent reminder in this space. And that's where the attendance stuff is. But if you would like to be a member of our Sunday school, when you put your name down, just circle your name and that'll signify you're committing to the membership expectations and we'll go from there. <laughs> I need to grab one myself. <laughs> Almost forgot to get one myself. Awesome. All right. Well, that's the lesson for today. Uh, we'll go ahead and move into our table prayer times. And again, if you want to commit to the membership expectations for our Sunday school, just circle your name. And for those of you online, if you're interested in becoming a member of our Sunday school, just shoot me an email, jim314 at yahoo.com. And I'll be happy to add you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for engaging. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel, and weekly email. You can subscribe to all three of those at OurSundaySchool.com. Grace and peace to you.